Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, D. Yo. Look, one and know is one and know. I refuse to, to be somber on this pod, despite the bad news that may have come through uh, after that game. I'm going to celebrate the win. I'm going to celebrate the win. That's what I'm here for on, on, on this particular edition of this podcast. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. One yeah. and oh. Yeah. One and oh. All you can ask for after week one is one and oh. That's I'm right. good with that. That's right. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Plenty to get to on this show. Uh, Niners win in Detroit. Week one, they... Uh, start off the 2021 campaign 1-0 and on the season. Uh, we'll talk about the win. Uh, we'll talk about Jimmy G and Trey. A uh, couple of losses, key losses in that game for the Niners as well. But we're not going to be somber about it. Uh, so we'll, we'll get into all that. Uh, we want to encourage you and remind you, obviously, to, to continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you find your podcast. Uh, if you're listening to uh, a podcast subscription service that has a like button, go ahead and hit that like button. Uh, you can follow us on social media as well. I'm at rhaylock on Twitter. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on Instagram, I'm at Watch Ray Ray. He is at Eric Davis four underscores. Just just go ahead. Just just do that. Put that in there. Um, <laughs> just do that. Yeah. Do that. As yeah. always, we are presented by Bet Online. Back and better than ever. All eyes on the gridiron as teams are back. On the field for the start of another football season, as always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests. Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use promo code NFL100. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online, your online sports book experts. So, my man, let's talk about Ballot Seven right now. Um, you know, old school professional athlete. Like to keep myself in shape. I'm not that old school. I got to stop. My wife told me I need to stop calling myself old because I actually feel like I'm in pretty good shape. Um, I don't think I look as old as I am. Um, and Ballot Seven, this this pH balancing nutrition drink, it can help with it. Um, hey, radio, did you see the guys online trying to race for their fantasy draft positions? I didn't, but that sounds like a bad idea. Well, it was a bad idea. Every <laughs> last one of them snapped a muscle. Oh, Every no. one of them snapped a muscle. So I'm telling <laughs> guys like that, regardless of the reason, whether you want to be a weekend warrior, whether you want to race for first place and first draft position, it cannot help you. To get this pH balancing supplement, alkaline supplement drink called Balance Seven to help you make it through at peak condition. So what what I'm telling you, you can go to balance7.com and get what I'm talking about. 
Balance 7 is going to do everything they possibly can to help you right now. So go to Balance7.com, use the promo code BELIEVE, and you will get $10 off of their 32-ounce bottle. That's a bottle that will last you like 11 days. That's a perfect amount of time for you to feel the effects of this drink. So that's what I want you to do. Again, go to Balance7.com, use the code BELIEVE. You know how to spell it, B-L-E-A-V. Use that at checkout. I'm telling you, it can work. It'll work for you. You you may not be able to make a team, but you'll feel like you can make it through camp. That's right. Sounds good for me, or to me, I should say. Dude, every last one of those dudes snapped them off. That, that just sounds yeah. like a bad idea, right? Like, I, I, dude, if, the, if that's it, the requirement to, to play fantasy football, then count me out. Um, you know, the fun, yeah, that, yeah, it was – I would have told them right then, like, no. No. See – you know me, number one, I don't play fantasy football. Yeah. And that right there, that would have been a double whammy. Like, have you lost your mind? You have to bump your head on something. Right. I, I, I'm, I'm talking snap hammies, pull quads, groin muscles. Like, oh, like that's just going to hurt. Going to yeah. hurt. Um, Time for game balls. Uh, in case you're new to the show, after every Niners win, we hand out game balls, ED and myself. Uh, Niners 41, Lions 33 is the – Niners pick up uh, win number one on the season in week one of the season uh, and starting off this 2021 campaign, one and oh. Uh, game balls, ED. What you got? Or do you want me All to go right. first? Oh, you go first. You go first. Oh, so generous of you. Uh, yeah, you I go got, first, man. I got one game ball I'm going to hand out. Uh, I'm going to give it to the Rook. Uh, I think nice. – I think uh, he came in there, Elijah Mitchell came in there, sort of just thrown into the fire after the Mostert injury. We'll talk about that in just a bit. But, I mean, he comes in there and he has the, the third most rushing yards of any any back uh, in week one in the league. 100-yard game in his debut. Also scored a touchdown uh, as well. And we talked about it right after the draft. And I know there was a lot, you know, made about Sermon. But, you looked at Elijah Mitchell, and it was like, okay, this might be the guy. Like, although it's late in the draft, like this might be the guy that sort of fits the system, right? That 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 can have some sort of an immediate impact, uh, perhaps in in Kyle's system. And you know, he he they they threw him in they threw him in the fire, and he responded. And uh, so I, I I'll give a game ball to him, Elijah Mitchell, the rookie out of Louisiana Lafayette, the Raging Cajun. Uh, who the you Raging got? Raging Cajuns. Oh, okay. You, just that one. I got two. I got okay. Two. I'm going offense and defense. I got two. I got two guys that showed up big time, and um, I think they had a tremendous impact on the game. I, I'll stick with offense first. Um, with you, I love everything you did with the, with the rook, and you know, throughout the game, I was saying, you know, it's. I was like, you know, fancy that number twenty-five for the Niners making plays. I, I kind of <laughs> made me feel good. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I, I'm not biased. I'm not. Yes, I am. But. Anyway, I, it was good to see, and I'm happy, and I want to see that continue. That would be great. Um, but on the offensive side of the ball, you just said this was a rookie thrown into it. No one knew what was going on. No one knew what to expect. Debo was yeah. not thrown into it. There were expectations. There was game planning to stop this guy. You knew and had to expect him to be a part of the offense. And he still put up the second most yards at the wide receiver position um, last week. He made big plays. 
kept them in the game, kept the chains moving, kind of controlled what was – helped that offense control what was going on through those first three quarters. So I thought that was big for Debo to come in and step up, especially when the guy who I considered the number one receiver uh, was down with an injury. You didn't get you didn't get 11 out there. So if, if when you don't have him, all eyes can now focus on Debo, especially when you weren't, you weren't using um, or, or allowed to use Kittle uh, as much as they would have liked to, because Detroit said we're not going to let that guy beat us. Debo did. So that's that's one game ball. On the defensive side of the ball, you can look at a lot of different names and throw some guys out there. The linebacking core of the 49ers showed up and made some plays. Um, but I got to go with um, Algier. Okay. Um, 51 had a game. He had a date. Yeah, Greenlaw got the pick six, got into the end zone. You know, Fred Warner's always going to hunt wise. He's going to make his play. 51 was – He showed he, up. He showed up. He showed up in the passing game. He showed up in the run game. He he played nasty football. He played with energy. He played at a level that you're going to need him to play. Um, we'll get into that whole run front and how they got to shore some of that stuff up. Um, later, but I think he showed up and had a day for him, and I, I was I, I was impressed with the game that he had. So I I, I got to talk to him a game ball. Yeah, I, I think that was probably one of the the best games I've seen from him. Um, in all honesty, and and he definitely showed up. He definitely popped. Uh, sticking with the defensive side of the ball as well. You look at D Ford. Um, I feel like he was impactful. I, I, you saw Ooh, him getting into the. You saw him getting into the backfield, and this is a guy who. I mean, many. I mean, there was talk that he may not even play this season, right? Like, and when you and I right. talked about it, like, how can we get away from this contract, right? And and so he comes up and he looks, you know, I mean, he he looks like D Ford, you know, so to speak. And so, obviously, health is wealth in this league. And and if he, you know, if he can stay healthy, then we know what the production looks like. You know, if he's healthy out there, he certainly was on Sunday. Uh, and it showed, and, and Bosa, you know, it's good to have him back on the field as well. Um, so a litany of injuries uh, come out of this one, right? And and I, and I know, obviously, like you know, throughout the faithful, are like okay, like all these injuries, this this was a blowout, and ends up being just an eight point win. And 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 I'll just I'll counter that with this. Look, I mean. Detroit made some plays down the stretch, right? That that was a, mm-hmm. that was a you know they they got the, the the great short hop on the onside kick goes right off Kittle's face mask, and then you know they're able to go down there and and get it to win within a one possession game, and then you know if you're Debo, you can't cough the ball up like that late down late nope. late, late down nope. the stretch, and, and so I still give them a game ball. Yeah, and, and so you know they and Detroit had an opportunity there to to get into the end zone. Uh, once again, but the 49ers defense held up. Um, you got to a point where that comeback, when that comeback happened, and, and I'm not making an excuse here, this is just reality. And so coming into the season, we knew it was going to be thin at that corner spot, right? Obviously, you know Jason Verrett, what he can do. You know what E-Man can do. Um, both of them were out of the lineup at that point, right? So you're playing with a, a guy that just got caught up from the practice squad in Johnson, and then you also got uh, the rookie in there on the opposite side in Diamador, who I – love I, I i i do but i mean fact of the matter is like he got picked on johnson got picked on they put ambry in there he got picked on like those like the detroit wide receivers began to feast 
uh, on, on the corners, um, so to speak. And so I think throughout the course of a week of practice, some of those things will get sh- will get um, shorn up, so to speak. But I think it's it it could be problematic going down the line. But you look at it. Obviously, the unfortunate injury to Jason Verrett. Um, if he's healthy, he's one of the top corners in the league, without a doubt. We've said that time and time again here on this show. He goes down with a season-ending ACL injury. Um, and and so you got Josh Norman, who was inactive. You assume he would be active coming up this week. Uh, Drake Kirkpatrick, who they just signed. Um, not sure what his status is going to be, but obviously you would like to have him in the lineup. And then you flip it over to the other side, and Raheem Mostert suffers a season-ending uh, injury. Uh, as well on the day not an ACL but uh, some sort of a cartilage injury they're saying and so Mostert put it out there that he was going to be missing the rest of the season so I know it can be like there's this cloud of dread that just wants to hang over the faithful like I feel it right like oh no here we go again two season ending injuries in week one like you know how can we get from under this injury bug yada 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 and then to see the comeback happen by Detroit although it was failed um and and it just kind of makes you you know it it can that anxiety can kind of sink in right but um i i don't want to take it there because i i i think that there's a lot to take from this game obviously there's a lot to grow from when the team was whole they looked fantastic out there so now it's, it's now it's time to regroup now it's time to adjust uh, especially on the defensive side of the ball right like now it's time for you know some of those improvements to be made in the secondary um at at the corner position it's not going to be easy but you know you're going you got if you're Demico Ryan's now you got to put some guys in in position to 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 be successful and uh there you go so i'm i'm not i'm not all glum and dull over it it was kind of like what the hell happened right but then you kind of pare it down you kind of break it down it's like all right i'm not going to jump off the i'm not going to jump off the uh, uh the boat on this one so to speak but it, it's just um, it just is what it is. So, like, how do you improve? How do you get better going forward in week two? And and that's that's what it looked like to me, as opposed to being like, oh, this felt like a loss, yada yada yada. Like, yeah, it hurts to have those season-ending injuries, but at the same time, it's like, okay, you won the game. There's a lot to improve on, and you obviously would rather create, rather be an opportunity to correct those mistakes after a win than after a loss. Where where do you sit on this? Um, well, number one, right after the game, I put out a tweet and said that, you know what, I'm glad we won. Like, at least we won. And then the next thing I said, like, you know, still, even after the win, I'm still feeling gut punched. Now, that was in reference to the fact that someone I care about had gotten injured. And I spoke with him and, um, and I, I you know, I'll, I'll just put it out. I literally, I literally talk to you know i was like we texted in you know with a text like let me know you're okay when i saw jason walk off the field i just kind of saw his face like everyone else saw it on tv and i texted him let me know you know holler at me when when um you get a chance you know i'm, I'm assuming that you know after he's gone through and talked to the doctors and flight back and all of this stuff that's what i'm going to hear from him um within two minutes we're on the phone talking and um he's so emotional and he's he's you know the the guy has put so much into getting his body ready getting back out there he's such a tremendous player and his body has just failed him his body has failed him so many times throughout his career and when he's healthy you see how he is and you know i told you that before and you knew it and i I told you i was like healthy 
and this is even when Sherm was on the team. What did I say? I said it out loud. We can go back and check. You can go back and check the pods if you want to. I, I was like, before he even hit the field last year, I was like, healthy, he's the best corner that they have on the team. I was like, he's the best cover guy that they will have on their team. He's better than Sherm. He's better than anybody. Just, just man-to-man coverage. He's, and I knew that. He's that good. He wasn't drafted in the first round uh, because he couldn't play. Um, so, so that was the emotion that I had going after I was still in that conversation and I'm not going to get into everything that we discussed, but it was a very emotional conversation that we had and him telling me before the rest of the world even knew what was going on. He told me how that he was done. He knew he was injured and he had gotten his ACL. So that was my mindset right afterwards. Now, after everything that has happened, and then, you know, you, you see Moster get hurt and, and all of these type things. After everything happens, um, you know, you sleep on it, you look at it. Dude, it's a win. We got to win. Okay? I want those both of those guys to get healthy. The team won. You can only win one game. As far as the comeback, and people are like, oh, they, they came back. No, they didn't. They lost. Detroit didn't come back. Detroit lost. <laughs> so so you go up there and you try to you try to leave with one win week one you have an opportunity to get one win the Niners got one win victory there we go so you're, you're you almost came back you can't almost win a football game they lost Detroit lost now we can look at the reasons as to why things went south defensively you're playing. It's a major difference. Ryan's, um, as a defensive coordinator, you're calling one game. You have a script. You have a game plan. And that game plan puts you in position to where you have this huge lead. Now, most coordinators, they start to call a different game plan. Two things happen in that situation. You're no longer attacking. You are now playing um, to maintain. There's a difference in the mindset of a defense um, defense coordinator when he's play calling to maintain as opposed to attack, get the ball back, um, give the offense op- opportunities to score. Different mindset. Um, also puts the players in a different mindset. Because most of the time, what happens in that situation, Rashawn, you're, you're, you're now playing a bunch of calls that you hadn't practiced. Yeah. Because that's not that you didn't – no one goes into the game – um, practicing from a defensive standpoint what we're going to do when we blow a team out. Yes, you have those calls in. You, there are things within your playbook, but you're not practicing. This is how we're going to be the most efficient in that. Those are just survive the down type calls, which means you're going to get those garbage yards. You're going to have some garbage opportunities. Now, throw in the fact that no matter what we want to say about it, no matter how we want to play it, just like I said, I was emotionally emotionally drained. Guess how the guys on the sideline felt when you just saw um, Raheem Mostert go down? Yeah. And you know, they know. Yeah. They hear it. They hear the rums on the sideline. Um, you know, when Jason Verrett goes down, they know. The guys know. They know how important these guys are to the team. So emotionally, that affects you as well. Because – you already know you beat Detroit. Yes, you are thinking about the rest of the season. And people will say, oh, focus, be a pro and get through this. Well, they are being pros. They are, they're out there. They didn't say we quit, we're going home. They're still playing. They're still playing. But emotionally, it, it, it's going to drain some of your energy. It's going to take some of your focus. It's going to tap a little bit of your 
it's going to tap a little bit of um, that intensity that's necessary to maintain what you were doing to Detroit. Detroit's a bad team. We said they were going to come out and try to run the ball and establish it. That's what Anthony Land was going to do. Um, made perfect sense for them to try and do that with Ken Law not playing. They're like, we're going to keep running it until you show us that you can stop it. And they really didn't. So that's something they're going to have to fix. And maybe just the return of Ken Law will fix that. But there is absolutely no reason to sit here <laughs> and be like, oh, my God, what's wrong? The Niners won. Half the league was going to win yesterday and half the league was going to lose. We are on the right side of things. I don't have a problem with the way the quarterback played. I don't have a problem with the way the defense played. I don't have a problem with the way um, the game was coached. Um, you played a team that you should have beaten. You were better than. They had everything that could have possibly been on their side. Go on their side. You lost your number one corner. You lost your number one running back. Um, you had to deal with the emotion of that, and it's a road game. And you still won the game. People, feel good. F feel good. That, that's I don't, I don't know how else to put it. Um, and as far as how you're going to handle the other situations, I'm almost certain that Kyle Shanahan had a game plan on what he wanted to do if Raheem Mostert wasn't in there. I've said to everyone forever, and I know I get a lot of hate for it, and people think that I'm just trying to throw shade when I just say this, but I, I've said it before, and I've even had, you and I have had our back and forth on this. So I was like, they don't consider Raheem Mostert the number one guy, and that's why they don't pay him like that. And I know, and everyone go like, well, he's starting. Well, he, of course, he, he's good. He's good. He has, he has all type of um, big plays under his belt within that offense. So he's going to get his reps. He's going to get his opportunities, especially when you have some young guys out there that have to show their worth, but you don't build around him because he's not going to give you an entire season. He has it. He never has. There's a reason. Remember my comment that I made a while back when when I when Pete Carroll used to tell us this all the time, but he was my defense coordinator. He'd be like, this guy, he'd always come in. The first thing he'd tell us about the receivers, this guy, I hand I hand timed this guy. He ran a four three one. He, I'm telling you, he could run. And my comment would be, he ain't all pro. <laughs> and he's like, what? And I'm like, okay, so this guy, so you're telling me they got. Three receivers, all of them run four threes. They're all, and none of them are all pro. Then that means they either can't catch or they can't run routes. Yeah. So I'm not worried. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean that, that's so, that's a real so, that's so, a real thing. That's a real thing. So now that's what I'm saying. So now back to now back to Raheem. You know what? There's a reason why you're not the all pro guy, the Pro Bowl guy, and it has nothing to do with your ability. It has it has everything to do with sustainability. So I'm sure they have something about that. Kyle has bad in his plan. That's why you draft other running backs. That's why they have these guys on the team. And we saw a rookie step in. Let's see if he can maintain that. Um, and Kyle's system is a multi-dimensional um, multi, multi running back system. That's part of it. Um, defensively, you you spoke on it. Hey, man, it's the same thing. It's the same thing that we used to say about Sala. You got to figure out what to do now. Because yeah. once you get into the season, once you get into the season and you select your guys, this is it. There's no more draft. There's more from, no more free agency. 
nobody's about to trade you. Um, no one's got, uh, about to trade you their top guy because they need him, especially week one in the season. So you have to figure out how you want to do this. Now, you need a number one guy. Because once you have you have one guy who you can leave out more times than not one-on-one, then you can roll your defenses. You can do whatever. You can play you you can play simple cover three and tell your safeties. I, I did this a lot when I was in Carolina. We wouldn't change the defense. We'd play cover three and um and, and the defensive coordinator would just tell would just tell me to just let the heat call me over and just say, I, I I'm gonna tell the safety to just cheat over to the other guys. You're gonna be, we're we're not even gonna let anybody know that we're changing the defense. We don't have to put anything yet. You're gonna be on your own and he's gonna go and double or, or help wherever he has to help, but you just know you're on your own. When you have one corner that you can trust, you can do that. If you don't have guys that you can trust, now you have to figure out how how are you going to play your defense? What are you gonna do in pass coverage? Is it is it going to be where you're going to try to play trap type defenses, you're going to roll guys over, or are you going to play cover two and, and put your safeties back there and let them do the bulk of the covering down the field? You got to figure that out. That's that's why Ryan's get paid. Yeah. Well, well, so that's welcome on to the him. show. Yeah, welcome yeah, to that, the show. No, that's that's it. That's his job now to figure that out and figure out how he's going to get it done. Um, I want to see um, Demo continue to grow. He's he's he may be a kid that can develop. Someone has to develop into that number one guy. They lost their number one guy. That's plain and simple. Someone has to develop into that number one guy. You got some veteran guys. How soon will Drake Kirkpatrick um, get himself um, ready to go? How soon will Josh Norman get themselves ready to go? You have some veteran guys that have played in multiple schemes that should be able to come in and um, help out quickly so I, all is not lost and i and i saw that yesterday that was the sentiment that like oh god the season's over the secondary's done no it's not no it's not uh, you, there may even be some choices on whether or not you want to try um you want to try um Jaquaski or jimmy ward at corner and bring in hufunga like we were talking about on the pod before the pod yeah so, so, so you you just got to start mixing it up and seeing different packages on what you want to do and how you want these guys to play until someone presents and somebody may flash, somebody may flash that you weren't expecting to flash and all of a sudden they get it. But yeah, you talked about it. The young guys got thrown in, they got picked on, they're gonna get picked on. You're gonna have to earn your stripes. That's what happens at the quarterback position. That's that's what happens. Everyone everyone's like, okay, let's let this quarter the the, the quarterback has to develop. This offensive lineman has to develop. Corners, even at safety, they'll be like, oh, he has to develop. They get it at linebacker. At corner, they want you to come in and and be a Hall of Famer. Right away. The first snap. Yeah, yeah right away. Right away. The first snap where guys are like, you can't play. And it's the same thing. You have to learn. So I feel good about this team. Before we started, what did I say? At the end of last season, I said, I feel good about that was finally over. Let's get healthy and let's go play because this is a championship roster and you're in this window. I said after the draft, I don't want to reset the quarterback position because the championship window is wide open. After week one, a win in week one, guess what? The window is open. 
fix what needs to be fixed. Guys have to step up and let's go. Because the only way you win a championship, remember this, all you faithful out there, to win a championship, your stars have to play like stars. Your role players have to understand their role and take pride in delivering each and every Sunday, Monday, Thursday, whenever they play, delivering at the highest level. And you got to have a couple of surprises. You got to have some guys that you didn't know were going to have that tight year, that were going to make that play in that particular big moment. You got to have a couple, you got to have some of that happen. That's the only way you win a championship because nothing is going to go perfectly throughout an NFL season. Yeah. And that's just, this is just a part of it. Has nothing, nothing has changed. This is a championship football team, and, and I haven't changed my mind about it. Yeah, no, I, I haven't either. And obviously, I mean, it, 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 it blows, right? I mean, you hate to see guys go down. You hate to see guys lose their entire season, you know, with injuries. Guys, you know, they've, they've worked so hard, put so much time in during the offseason. Especially a guy, like, a guy like Jason Verrett, too, um, who's, you know, throughout his career, you know, he's just continued to battle and battle and battle. And, and you see him be able to make this comeback at, at a high level and then, you know, for it to happen to him again. So you, you, you absolutely feel – for those guys, um, but but at the same time, you can still feel good about this team and, and the direction that it's heading. And and nothing necessarily from that game on Sunday showed me that I shouldn't necessarily feel that way. And so um, I I think that's that's an important part to to, to stick out because I, I know there's there's this, all this doom and gloom and and whatnot, and I get it, like I understand it. Uh, but at the same time, like I don't know that 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 we're there that that we're at that point i mean we're one and i mean you, you look at look at how the season started last year and you, and you look at what happened you know on sunday i think it it, it looks it, it, despite the injuries i think it looks night and day to me um and that's just my hey, that's just my observation hey man can i tell you what guess what we're first place in the division yeah after week one yeah first place in the division right yeah i don't care what the other guys have done you know, you you can't you can't do anything about the uh, about the rest of the guys in the division when you're not playing them. So you won yours, first place in the division. They can claim the same thing, all right, but you can't tell me I'm not there. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Real talk. <laughs> okay. Real talk. real talk. You know what? Some more some more real talk, man. Right now, I got some exciting news for you guys. Really do. Our part is, our pod is partnering with PlayActionPools.com. We're doing it all season long, and we're going to have some interactive fun with the game that we all love. We love football. We love football. And Play Action Pools got something going for us right now. You'll be able to get in on all the action with all of our people here at PlayActionPools.com in the Football Pick'em Challenge, and it's open to all of you guys. Uh, okay, this is how you got to do it now. Go, go to – um, believe football pick them. You know how to spell believe. B L E A B. B L E A B. Believe football pick them. Go to that at playactionpools.com and then you, you, you're going to have to put in your picks each week. What we're going to do, they're going to put together the 10 highest profile games of the week and they're going to jump in between college and NFL. And whoever picks the most correct each week, you get a, you will win a pair of electric sunglasses and a pair of DC shoes. They're giving it out every week. 
So again, go to playactionpools.com. Sign up for the contest. Believe, B-L-E-A-V, football pick'em. Um, and if and if you guys are hosting something else they got going on, if you guys are hosting any type of football contest, you can go to believe you can go to playactionpools.com today. Um, and they have survivor um, type games, they have pick'ems, and they also have some cool sports book style concepts. Uh, and they call theirs build your own bankroll. So go to playactionpools.com. It's your new home for all your office sports pools. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Uh, want to encourage you to continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you find your podcast. Uh, turning it over to the other side of the ball now, offensively. Um, we touched on it a little bit, but I, I want to hone in on the quarterback position. And uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, Trey Lance, uh, they both saw time. They both saw action. It was a 300 300- 300-yard day for Jimmy G. Ended up with a touchdown. Um, did have that one turnover. <laughs> he fumbled the first snap of the game. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm sure that uh, that riled up a, a bunch of people. Um, but then he came back. You got to love the resilience, right? He came back. He bounced back and, and, and played uh, extremely well the rest of the way. Um, Trey Lance came in, ended up throwing his first career touchdown pass. Uh, so, We've seen what Kyle has done week one now, right? So it's it's like, okay, it's out there, it's on tape. You, you, you've seen some of the stuff during the preseason. It's out there, it's on tape. Um, what are – like, how long do you think this is going to last? In what terms do you mean? Of, in terms of him shuffling quarterbacks and, and even, even making switches – Mid possession, we saw Trey come in mid possession a couple times as well uh, in that game in Detroit. Like, like, do you think like do, do you think that was something that Kyle just showed on Sunday just to show it, or do you think this is going to be like a constant theme? Like, we're going to see this uh, regularly. Uh, well, I think Kyle's going to show it because he can. Um, he said he's already said he's going to. I, I told you I believe Kyle when he says something. I don't have a reason not to. He says he's going to play. So he's going to play. Now, how long is it going to be just come in here or there? That is going to be based on what Jimmy Garoppolo does, because you just spoke. You just stated that Jimmy Garoppolo played well. So if Jimmy is playing well, Jimmy's not going anywhere. As long as the only thing that's going to get Trey Lance on the field is poor play by Jimmy. And as long as Jimmy is saying and doing the Jimmy things that he's doing right now. I just want to win. I want to do whatever I can do um, to help the team. Now he did come out and I'm kind of glad he did. He did come out and say, yeah, my ego took a little bit of hit. I'm a little bothered that, you know, they're putting this other guy out there and that all this talk is about him taking my job. I'm glad that he did that. I'm glad that he said that, that he threw it out there. Because the only other thing that only other thing that I would say would get him that would make this stop would be for Jimmy to be playing extremely well, and then he goes he goes to Kyle and say, "Kyle, stop taking me out. You're messing with my rhythm. I'm getting I'm I'm getting into a good rhythm." And that's the concern and, for me. Well, what do you mean? What, what's the concern? The rhythm. Well, um, it, and it we we talked about this with with Breeze and 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 Hill as well, right? And and like I I don't. 
I, I I don't want this to turn into that sort of scenario, right? Because we, I mean, we talked about this like whenever I saw seven coming in the game for for uh, New Orleans, I was like, oh yeah, okay, here we go. Like you know, like because I knew immediately the rhythm was disrupted. Um, and so that did not happen in week one, but could that happen at some point down the line? I mean, I, I mean, it's possible. It? Could- I mean, it's, it's possible, but that's but what I'm saying. That, so that's what I'm saying. That's the only thing that could, the only the only thing that could make Kyle stop doing it is Jimmy playing extremely well, and then he says, "You know what? Look at what's happening. I'm in a rhythm. I'm in a rhythm. You you take me out, and then it takes me a few plays to get back into a rhythm. If if there's evidence on tape, like look, like dude, you, you're not trying to bench me because I'm balling, but I'm I'm wasting the 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 following series, or I'm wasting the next couple of reps afterwards because it's throwing me off. It's messing up my rhythm. And, and if he's playing well enough, take that into consideration. If 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 things are still going the way they are, and Jimmy doesn't make that comment, even if it is throwing him off some, Kyle may continue to do what he's doing. He says he's going to do it. We know part of this is he's trying. He's actively trying to get Trey Lance ready to play. And you don't get better without playing. He wants him to get better. If he were if he were better than Jimmy right now, he'd be starting. He's not. That's why he's not starting. They want him to become better than Jimmy sooner than later. That's that's what the organization, that's why they you put they put too much into him for him not to be successful, for him to not be a part of what's going on. And that's what they're trying to do. So um, it's as long as you're winning, as long as the players are saying, this is what I have to do, and it's really on Jimmy, Trey is just going to deal with it. It's easy. It's easy. That's that's why even starting off, the smart thing to do is to um, keep Jimmy under center and you bring in – Trey off of the bench because that's not going to affect him nearly as much as it would affect Jimmy coming off the bench. Yeah. Because once you, you know, like I've already told you once a quarterback, once you are benched for play, you know, you're done. You're no longer that franchise guy. Now, Jimmy knows what's happening, but Jimmy is still the, the, the quarter, the franchise quarterback. He's under center. He's the guy that they want to take them to the Super Bowl right now, but they're trying to get this other guy. They they know that they can't do it without him. Jimmy knows that. So the the that's the only thing that I think could make it not happen. Um, and Kyle was putting him out there really to make teams have to think about, you know, he let him throw the ball once, and then it was like run, 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 run. When we put him out there, it's something that teams have to start accounting for. How many more plays are you going to give him? How much more? That's going to be determined by how he starts to do things at practice. But um, I really, you know, I'm long-winded on this one. You guys have listened to me long enough to know how I can be that way. But I just wanted – but I, I still think it goes back to truly Jimmy. Jimmy's performance and Jimmy's mindset on saying, I can still handle doing this. I'm okay with doing this. It's funny you say that because there was a play and I <laughs> – up or now, now, of course, I forget the play now. I, I want to say, I don't know if it was Jimmy took a sack or if it was a bad ball, whatever it was. Like the very next play, Trey came in, <laughs> and I was like, but I, and I was like, I was like, hmm, interesting. I was like, was uh-huh. this part of the was this part of the program or 
Like, or, or is this, you know, Kyle upset about something here? And I, and I didn't want to really necessarily put dubs on tens. And so I was like, all right, maybe, maybe it's nothing. Maybe it's just Trey, you know, coming in for, for an opportunity. But it's it's certainly, it did look that <laughs> way. And I, I I cannot remember what the play is right now. But, but um yeah, I mean, it's, it, it, it certainly looked that way. But, but Jimmy came, you know, he came right back in after that. And obviously he finished out the game and, 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 and that. So, um I mean, yeah, no, I – I, it's inter- It'll be interesting to see. Kyle, Kyle said he's going to play, right? And it's just like the conversation yeah. we had about who the starter is going to be. And then Kyle ended after after it was all official. Kyle ended up coming out and saying like like, well, I've been telling you guys this, you know, the whole time, so to speak, bruh, right? Bro, did not did not tell you that day one. <laughs> did not tell you that. I don't know why people won't listen to me. I told you day one. Just listen. Sometimes it is what it is. People try to read off into all of this stuff, and these talking heads on all of these networks, they come here and they try to sensationalize stuff. Sometimes it actually is exactly the way it seems. The man said, this is the guy. This is the guy. Yes, and then, then so the next question is, what if he wows you? What if he blows you away? Well, of course the answer to that is going to be, well, yeah, if he wows me and blows me away, of course I'm going to let him play. But this is, but that doesn't change the fact that I just told you that this is the guy. But everybody jumps on the, well, he said if he wows him, so there's a chance. Like, no, there's not. No, there's not. <laughs> there is, there's not a chance. There's, there's not. It's the same. It's the same thing I told you about um, um, Ryan Molster when his contract was coming. I was like, there's, they're not going to do that. They're not going to pay him that way. They're not. He's been a special teamer his entire life. They're not going to make him the highest paid running back in the league. They're not going to make him the highest paid running back on the team at that time. I was like, they're not going to do it. And they didn't. Football is not that it's not that complicated to figure out because they're always they're always going to, you know, they're going to base things off of what has happened and what they expect to happen. And Kyle is not stupid. This guy has won too many games for me to just toss him aside. Doesn't mean I can't try and upgrade. <laughs> but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna just poo poo on this guy yeah. who's been doing the job. So that's how it is. So and, and that's what I say right now. Just looking at it, it's still it's one of those wild things. If as Trey gets in, if he starts to make some wild plays, he's gonna get more wild plays. He's gonna get more opportunities to do it. But if Jimmy continues to ball out, it's really in Jimmy's hands. I've said that from the start. All you can do is take advantage of your opportunities. Jimmy will not determine when his starting tenure is up. Kyle is going to walk into the room one day and say, Jimmy, I'm putting in Trey. There is nothing he can do about it. Yeah. But what he can control is what he does with his opportunity. And that's what I want to see. And if he play and if he takes advantage of the snaps that he gets like he just did. We'll be fine in week two. Jimmy played well. Don't even have to. We don't even have to say he played well enough for them to win. They won. <laughs> um, before we get out of here, uh, I want to take some tweets. Um, this from our man Kruger. Uh, fourth quarter of week one, defensively, with so many preseason snaps. What's that like? Niners played eighty-four fourth. snaps on Sunday. It's it's just a game. Any, this is the game. any fatigue? That, any, that, no, any number one, first a, week fatigue there? Or? Oh, you're going to be fatigued regardless. If you play 84 snaps, that's a lot of snaps. You play almost 90 snaps, that's a lot of snaps. Um, period. So you're going to be tired. 
that, it doesn't it doesn't matter if that's week one. That doesn't matter if that's week sixteen. Doesn't matter if it's week eight. That's a lot of snaps, so you're going to be tired. Um, but that's what you do, it, it, and it and it has nothing to do with preseason and what's going on. Um, I played on number one defenses, top five defenses. All these I was playing ten snaps a game in preseason. You know that that was it. I was playing ten snaps a game. I, I, I never I never played more outside of my last game of my rookie year. Um, I never played more than um, a series in a preseason game. That's that's I mean that's all the way up through my thirteen years. Yeah, I, I never. So you go you don't that has nothing to do with it. You're already in condition. I'm I'm in condition to play. I'm in condition to play the game. I'm in condition to do what's necessary. So me not taking those reps in preseason, because people understand I'm getting my work in during the week, during practice. I'm I'm, I'm moving faster and harder, um, longer, being put in much more rigorous um, positions, conditions, um, and being taxed much more at practice than I'm ever going to be in the game. Ever. Got it. You, you see what I'm saying? I'm going to get far more rest in the game than I'm going to get at practice when they start doing things. So always know that the, the, the pace of practice and everything for the good teams is faster than a football game. Than a football game. Uh, yeah, when the teams that know how to do it. So from a conditioning standpoint. So because if you're not – if you're not doing that, then you're not practicing hard enough, which means you're not going to be ready for the game. So, Kruger, that, that's the thing. I, um, were guys tired? Yes. Do I think it's a um, – defensive players don't have the luxury of getting in shape. Offensive players get to do that. So, if you had said that about an offense and, like, the offense looked tired or something like that, um, and, and this is not a biased thing. It's, it's not a biased thing because I played defense. It's just – one, one, just look at it this way. If you're an offensive player and you get tired, what do you get to do? Tap out. You get to, you get to tap out. You get to tap out. Defensive players don't get to tap out. Yeah. That you don't, you don't get to tap out. Other than the big uglies, other than the D linemen, all the skill, the skill guys, the guys in space. Once you, once you get past the front four, defensively, you can't tap you out can't like do that. that. Yeah. You, so so you have to be in condition. You have to show up day one in condition. And so that that's the difference. The level of conditioning for defensive players is much greater. It, it, it just is. And, and, and if you look at it that way, you think about it. Offensive players, number one, they know where they are going. Defense is about reacting and responding. So – I have to do all of these things and then burst to to close the ground at the proper angle and all of these type things to may be able to be in position to make a play. I have to be in better condition because I'm physically going to be asked to do more. So, again, long-winded answer, but I wanted to give you the proper perspective and, and wanted you to be able to see it. So that's the thing about it. So, no, so th the play in the defense was more so – as we spoke of earlier, it was more so, I believe, about emotional letdown from players, um, important players on the team getting injured. And they are human beings. So 
it's a natural, oh my goodness, here we go again. Not again. Man, we lost two guys last. We're about to lose some guys right now, week one. That's a natural human response, and it's going to affect how you play. The other aspect, you're blowing a team out. You start playing softer coverages on defense. They start playing the game differently. It, it, it's just, it was a completely different defense that they were playing, and it wasn't the one that they had practiced the entire training camp to go against these guys. That's not what that, – we saw the game plan and how it was working. So all of these things come into effect. I, um, I'm not going to throw conditioning in there. Conditioning had nothing to do with it. And one last thing. I've been on the soapbox for a long time. People, stop talking about firing – the training staff. Who we fired? <laughs> stop, stop talking about tra- the trainers and the conditioning guys. The <laughs> Niners, need, they need to be fired. And Kyle, whoever Kyle hires and all of that stuff, people, football players get hurt. This has nothing to do with the training staff. Football players get hurt. Every team in the league had somebody get hurt Sunday. Now, they might not all be out for the season, but everybody had some – if you play a football game, somebody is – if it's a high school football game, somebody is going to get injured. Yeah. If you if you start the clock and let it run until the time has expired and guys play in between, you're going to get hurt. So this the training staff is not getting guys hurt. <laughs> It's not the head coach is not getting guys I mean, you, hurt. You know what it is, E D. People like people like to, Twitter likes to fire people. So I mean oh, you know, like, every, boy, everybody, everybody's a GM, everybody's a front office you exec. They they love to, to fire Bruh, people. Don't I know it? Twitter Twitter think they know everything. Twitter they, you know Twitter they will think fire, they, they will, will, def- they will definitely cancel they, you they, in a moment. Yeah. Moment. And, and and won't even try and figure out really what's going on. It's yeah. just that's the easy, that's the low hanging fruit. And we don't have to investigate as to what's really happening, or, what's yeah, going or on. Or we'll but, just hop on the bandwagon, like, oh, that's what we're doing today. Yeah, oh, we canceling but, but this yeah, person so, today. Oh, yeah. They, I just they. wanted, yeah, I just wanted <laughs> to say that the tra- the trainers have nothing to do with. It. I, I do think part of it is the way guys condition and the way they practice now. I do, and uh, around the league, I do think a lot of injuries are happening because when guys train in the off season. Um, a lot of the things that they are doing, they're not they're not football. And they're not position specific. And they're not putting their bodies in the they're not putting their bodies in the positions, in the angles, um, with the torque and leaning on the human beings, doing things the way they that you're gonna do it in the game. I I, I really truly believe that that has a lot to do with it. Your body not being in those positions. Um, and, and that's not a trainer thing. That's a training thing. That's a technique thing. That's, that's what these guys do. But remember, it's different high school. These guys are training different and they're going to these places where they condition these guys and guys go to, they go to, um, um, camps for the combine and all of this type stuff and all these bands and all this stuff and everything. And all of that is great. I'm not saying it's not great and you're going to look good. You're going to be cut up and you're going to look great on the beach. You'll look great around the pool, but it's different. It's really, really different when that X is pushing on you or you're having to pull on that O yeah. and you're trying to make that same movement. And you and and you have you got this big strong man doing something you it, it that torque on your body, even 
the backpedaling, when you see these guys backpedaling and then they turn all of a sudden, well, it's different from when you're turning and there's a human being pushing you with, you know, just the physics of that. And you're leaning, leaning against him and he's leaning against you. It's not building up those muscles. I think that affects things more so than a particular trainer, you know, John Smith, you know, <laughs> Daryl Dobson, whoever. That that person is not the reason that players are getting hurt. Not at all. So let it go, people. Let it go. Right, ED, so you know I, I love college football, right? Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, you do. I, I do. I love college football. And – I don't know if you know this or not. Uh, I growing up, I was a huge Florida State fan. Huge Florida State and the late great Bobby Bowden are sort of the reason, my reason for falling in love with college football. Right, I just happened to turn on the game one day. They're the number one team in the nation. They were playing here close to home, and I was like, "Wow, these guys are really good." And I ended up following them, and you know, you you know, you, you see great players throughout the years, like a Charlie Ward or a Derek Brooks or. Yep. You know, Kaz McCory, Tamaric Vanover, like Warwick Dunn, like all those guys were just so uh, instrumental in, 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 in me, you know, falling in love with the game of college football. Um, so I actually wanted to go to Florida State. Mama wasn't having it. She was like, you're not going that far away from me. So um, I, I, I applied on the sneak, but she was like, yeah, okay, well, have fun with that, but you, you're still not going. So, um, <laughs> so, so yeah, so I, I you know, but um, so – the the program uh has changed a little bit through the years um but i just want to give you your moment you know give you your flowers right now for what your boys did inside doak uh to the florida state seminoles uh on saturday it became one of the greatest moments of the young college football season uh so far and um yeah i, I was pumped i was pumped for you my man in all honesty now, well, you know what? See, you said enough right there, and this is what I want to explain to you. I'm not shocked. What <laughs> we do? I'm not shocked. I was mad. You know, after we lost week one to UAB, I was ready to call the head coach. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> I talked to a few guys down there, and I was like, what the hell? I was like, man, you guys look like nobody was ready. Like, the coaching staff had no game plan. The players didn't react to it. You weren't ready to play. I talked to a few guys. About it, because you know I'm still pretty close with yeah. with everyone, with athletic director, head coach, players on the team. I still go back and hang. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty um, in tune with the program. Um, so I I was more disappointed and shocked by the week one loss in the performance as opposed to this one. I keep telling you, you keep messing, you keep messing with that ass kicking chicken. <laughs> and when everybody asks, what's the game cock? What's the game cock? It's an ass kicking chicken. <laughs> so if you wanna, you wanna play, and you let us hang around long enough, you will catch the spikes, bruh. You will catch the spurs. It's coming, and that's what Florida State did. You can't let us hang around and assume just because it's this small school and, and you know, you don't have this big-time program. We got ball players there. And there's a certain mindset and mentality that we have always had, and I'm happy and proud to be a part of that and help keep it alive that the expectations are to perform at the highest level. Mm-hmm. That's why I told you when people when I came out when I came out of school people all the time you remember, and I told you this story on the pod or maybe the pod after the pod 
when I first got to the Niners and I first got drafted, I got drafted by the world champs and I'm out there practicing and I'm doing all this stuff. You know, I'm a second round draft pick from this small division two school. And everyone's like, what is like, what, what is it like being here? And what is, what is it like this step up and everything? And every day I would say to guys, I'm like, guys, it's, it's just football. Um, honestly. And I said, if you go back and you check some of the press, I, I this was in 1990. I was like, guys, it, it feels like, practice it feels like i'm just back at school doing what i do we go out on the field we work hard they expect a lot out of you but that's what i'm used to that's the way i was raised in football my coaches expected us to be the best to perform like you are better than these guys so you should never lose to them you you should be able to perform at this level your opponent has nothing to do about it. So many of the same things that were preached with the 49ers were lessons that I was taught, and that's the university. So Florida State better step it up. How, how, poorly, how poorly was, did they defend that last possession, though, that last um, play? Well, you, well, see, this, that's what happens when, again, if, if the Niners thing we, we were just talking about and we were discussing, when you're in those prevent defenses and you're trying to stop something as opposed to attacking, yeah. it's a completely different mindset yeah. and mentality. And then you can catch yourself out of position. And that's what happens when you're saying, uh, we're going to prevent this guy from catching this ball as opposed to we're going to line up and just snuff this out. It's, it's completely different. It's like you're, you're taught in those situations, okay, knock it down here or let them catch it in front of you as opposed to we can't give up anything. Yeah. And it was one of those situations. So now once the ball is caught, you're out in space. Now somebody just got to make a play. And what happened is that Jacksonville State was in position to make a play as well. And it boiled down to who is going to make the play. And we know who made the final play. It was just that simple. And that's why you, you can't allow games to get that close because everyone out there is a good player. So now who's going to be the best player on that particular snap? We It's, it's in the books now. It's on wax, bro. We know who's the best. We know who's the best. So that's all. That's all. And, I, and, all, and all, of my, all of my, you know, you know, Florida State teammates, you know, I can. I, I had plenty of them through the years, plenty of them. You know that. That's it. I'm not even messing with them. I'm not even gonna mess with them. There's no need. There, there's no. There's no need to sit here and jump up and down. It's just one. One game. And you know what I love, man? I talked to a bunch of the kids out there, and you know what they said. What they On said. to the next one. On to the next, On to the next one. <laughs> that's, what I, that's, that's what I. That's what I text them after every game. After all the time I talk to, I've always say, win, lose, or draw. I'm like, okay, this is good. This is bad. Here are the notes. This is what's going on. The ones that want me to send them stuff, I send it to them. And I would always say, on to the next one. And after this one, before I could even say it, the, the cats were like, on to the next one. It's just one game. <laughs> That's the mindset. That's the mindset That's when, awesome. when you when you wear that ass kicking chicken, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is fantastic. Um, well, c- congrats, congrats to the ass kicking chickens for that that phenomenal win and for 
for just wowing us and thrilling us college football fans over the weekend. That was that was phenomenal. Um, make sure you continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you find your podcast. Uh, get involved with the show uh, on social media. You can hit us up. I'm at R Haylock on Twitter. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore. Or on Instagram, I'm at Watch Ray Ray, and he is at Eric Davis underscore 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 that's four underscores if you're counting at home all right um but you got questions you got comments something for myself something for ed go ahead and hit us up on social media um my dms are open uh, i hear from you guys often in the dms you know whatever you got uh let me know um niners will take on philly uh week two they'll head to uh-huh. They'll head to uh they'll head to, they'll head to Philly, so it'll be another ten AM local start. Uh we'll preview that one for you coming up later this week. Now we're in we're in we're in regular season mode now. So we, we got two pods a week coming at you. So from a partner, Super Bowl champion Eric Davis, I'm Rashawn Haylock. We will see y'all later this week. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.